Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to an all-new episode of the Bearded Biomed. I want to discuss with you today something that's been on my mind and in my life recently. Where do you see yourself after burnout? In all fairness, our field is quite familiar with what burnout brings. It comes with staffing issues, retirements, and just people shifting the job market to new and exciting prospects. <laughs> no more! I can't take it anymore! I had someone say something to me recently, and of course, in a joking manner, that required a certain response of wit. You look tired and disgruntled. Did you do something new with your demeanor? Why, yes, I did work overtime this week. Thanks for noticing. I would also like to propose this question just out of good fun. To my biomed comrades out there, if a hospital bed is smashed into a wall, and no nurses around to know what happened. Does it make a noise? Now, you may have noticed, faithful watchers and listeners, I'm not slapping you across the week every single time with a new episode. Well, your host, like I said, has been working himself into an early grave and coping with tacos and tequila. All right, pace yourself because you're going to have to do this all day for very little money. In all seriousness, we across the field are experiencing burnout in one or many other ways. I know right now my company at this moment has two open positions that we just cannot seem to find qualified participants for. Andrea, prior guest from Children's Health, has not been able to fill their positions. I know other ISO companies, other facilities can't fill theirs. And I'm all for building up new grads, enriching the next generation. However, if you have no technical or mechanical skills and have no biomed schooling, I'm a little less inclined to lean on your ability to count pills as a pharmacy tech, sell ice cream, or prep sterile instruments for surgery. I can count to 10? Believe it or not, though, a lot of the great biomed techs do come from sterile processing, surgical techs, EMT, clinicians, etc. I'm just saying we have to have some kind of standard. And I'm off topic, small rant, I'll get back to my main point. So how do we identify burnout and what are some of the things we can do for you to notice, for you to say, damn, this might be taking a little bit on me at the moment. If you don't set an alarm anymore because you know your phone is going to go off, you might be burnt out. If you don't go to the gym anymore because you know you've burned more calories stressing out or getting up and down all day, you might be burnt out. If you don't bother doing what you love anymore because your abusive relationship with your work ethic tells you what you like and you might be burned out. If you talk to people with a big grin while you're slowly contemplating stabbing yourself with your multimeter, you might be burned out. Anyway, you get the point, right? We all have these challenges ahead of us, and I'm here to tell you it's going to get better. We are in this profession because we love making an impact in the lives of others and keeping those little cogs turning, telling nurses to plug crap in. I, I mean, ensuring patient safety. Like I said, I had a crazy January. I'm talking about 2,100 work orders ahead of me. If you're thinking that's impossible, you're right. I'm still catching up. It was a go-go gadget moment, crying in the corner, and nobody puts beard a baby in the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. 
I'm not going to tell you that my suggestions work to get me up and over this perceivable hill of this workload, but I hope it helps you out. First off, I found myself not doing anything, having no time of what I normally would do on my off time because I'd get home late, I'd shower, I'd eat, I'd sleep, I'd repeat. So I made a point to wake up a little earlier. I'd hit the spin bike sometimes, sit down, drink coffee, maybe eat breakfast for once in a while, and just ready my mind for the day. Goose from a goose blah blah. I took some time since my last episode to knock out God of War Ragnarok and watch The Last of Us on HBO. Yes, I've played both parts one and two. And holy crap, people, it's the bee's knees. 10 out of 10 recommend both. Speaking of knees, as much up and down as I was on them this past month, I got a career ahead of me elsewhere. Boy, that escalated quickly. If you hadn't noticed by now, I use humor to lighten the load. Although I've put on sympathy weight because of my wife's pregnancy. Google it. It is a thing. That's great. Go ahead. Make your jokes, Mr. Jokey. Joke maker. I want you to remember that when you're not at your best, then the medical device that's glued, taped, mangled, or violated in any perceivable way cannot experience the nirvana of your skills. For you newer biomeds out there, it may seem overwhelming at times, but there is no senior tech out there that I know of that would say asking questions or asking for help is a bad thing. That's how we grow and get better as biomeds. Find yourself an outlet to release or express yourself, whether it's exercise, reading, movies, music, food, maybe a bearded podcast. Find your process that lets you recalibrate the beard, as I would say. Every biomed out there, while unknown, unsung, slightly disgruntled, is valuable and more important to keeping this thing we call healthcare running. La, 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 la. Now, if you would be so kind as to like, subscribe on YouTube, if you're listening, give me a rating or review. I appreciate all of you, and I'll see you next time. May the beard be with you. Take care.